It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Is and bros on the Michigan Sports Network. You're working for the weekend. One of my favorite weekend activities, while football season is still going on and golf season is still available, right? The weather's still nice enough. You can actually take your iPad with you and watch the games uh, while you play. It's one of me and my dad's favorite pastimes. So if we get out there on the course and it's a Saturday or Sunday and I don't have to work, we'll, we'll take it right there with us. And you can enjoy that same experience uh, with your friends and your family at Tullymore Golf Resort and Canadian Lakes. Two championship courses, Tullymore and St. Ives, located about an hour from Grand Rapids, 30 minutes west of Mount Pleasant. It's up north golf without the drive. Tullymore features top-line golf, golfing experiences, top-line accommodations, the perfect space for a wedding event reception or group outing. So fire up the iPad, stream the games, and enjoy some golf. TullymoreGolf.com, TullymoreGolf.com, or call 1-800-972-4837, 1-800-972-4837. Book your stay and play at Tullymore. Today, great to have you right along with us. That's Danny Cahala, Ryan Elke. I'm Anthony Bellino. Joining us on the Meyer Super Center guest line, please welcome covering the Western Michigan Broncos. He is Robin Hook. Robin, my friend. Good Friday morning to you, partner. Happy game day. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's opening night. Looking forward to it, Anthony. And I got to give you guys some credit, man. I listen to you guys in the morning, and you bring the energy in the morning, you guys. Man, it's great. Well, you know, Robin, I appreciate you saying that. You can ask Dan and Ryan at about 5.58 this morning. Guys, how did I look this morning? Was I bad? I was in bad shape? <laughs> yeah, we thought like you were out the game drinking. last night. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. Uh, Dan's first question, did you go out last night after the game? No, it's a Thursday. I know it was Thursday, Thursday, but relax, Dan. Uh, Robin does the play-by-play announcing for the Western Michigan Broncos. They are on the road at Spartan Stadium tonight over on the Deuce ESPN2, a 7 o'clock kickoff. Michigan State is a 21-point favorite. Oh, my goodness. All right, so let's talk about these Western Michigan Broncos who are 3-2 and two in their last five games, dating back to, uh, to to last season. They got that big win over Nevada, 52-24. to 24. And you know what? The, the Broncos are a team that I can actually get behind because they have a great head coach and somebody who I think is very, very personable, and I, I just think he's going to get the – you know, he's got the program going in the right direction. Tim Lester is as good a guy as you'll find, and he's a really good football coach, and he's um... – He's fun to talk to. He's very open and honest about everything. He doesn't hide anything, and it's just refreshing. Uh, kind of a, a different cat when it comes to head football coaches. A lot of them like to keep everything close to the vest, but Tim uh, is not really that way, and uh, I'm sure he's excited about a new season too. I think he believes they have a pretty good football team here in Kalamazoo. 
You know, last season was uh, you, you have the the first game at Michigan, right? And so now you now you get to visit you know East Lansing to see the Spartans. But you know, forty seven to fourteen, they lose that opener last year. But then they went on that four game stretch. They beat Pittsburgh, uh, forty four to forty one. That's a hot button topic. Uh, but after that, you know, four game you know winning streak, things got a little got a little rocky there. They lost the Ball State. They come back the next week and put sixty four on Kent State. They lose on the road to Toledo. Uh, lose at home against Central. Rivalry game played on a Wednesday. Move it to a Saturday. Uh, but then. You know, fire right back against Akron. Like, this is a team that could put up some points. They scored 42, 45, 42, 34, 64. Uh, I mean, they, they, they can score. Is that something that, you know, fans can look forward to again this season? Well, I, I think um, the offense is, is a work in progress. Now you're breaking in a new quarterback. Caleb Allaby has moved on, trying to make it in the pro ranks. And so a young guy from the Pittsburgh area, Jack Solid Peck, gets the reins and He's going to take over quarterback starting tonight. It'll be his first start. He's had very few snaps. He did play in that pit game a year ago, uh, coming out of halftime, and was three for three passing. So he's got a little bit of experience. But being the starter in a Power 5 facility like Spartan Stadium tonight, we'll see if he can handle it. But I believe he can. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback for Western Michigan. Reminds me a lot of John Wassink, who was the quarterback for the Broncos a few years back, and he's got a little more ability with his legs, I think, and he's a really accurate passer and very smart. So Bronco fans and uh, everybody involved going to see a young man tonight out there with uh, his first opportunity as a starter. I think he'll do well, but he's got two great running backs, Anthony, to hand it off to, and Sean Tyler and Ladarius Jefferson, a former Spartan, and Really, I think uh, you can ask anybody. It's the best one-two punch at running back in the Mid-American Conference. So he's got some backs to hand it off to to help him out. A very interesting wrinkle in this game specifically is Jeff Thorne, uh, Western Michigan's new offensive coordinator, who is the father of the Michigan State quarterback, Peyton Thorne. Have you talked to Coach Thorne about what it's going to be like to be standing on the sidelines watching his son I mean, that's, uh, you know, you got a job to do, but at the same time, like, you're not, you're not a spectator. You're going to be walking around. You're going to be talking to your offense. You're going to be, you know, taking a look at, at specific plays and uh, trying to game plan for the next, the next drive and the next series. H- how is Coach Thorne going to handle that with his kid out there? That's a great question. Yeah, I did talk to Jeff, and Jeff's a great guy, really good football coach, former quarterback at Eastern Illinois. He coached uh, for his dad in high school, when the quarterback there was Tim Lester. So they've got a lot of history, this family, the Thorns and Tim Lester. And Jeff's dad, John Thorne, is an absolute legend in high school and college football in the state of Illinois. And, of course, Jeff's son is the quarterback at Michigan State. So he's known as the father of the Michigan State quarterback and the son of the legendary John Thorne. But here in Kalamazoo, we know him as the offensive coordinator and Fans are going to get a chance to see him at work here for the first time tonight, and I think they're going to like what they see. And, and you know what? To be to be dad there, I mean, watching your son, it's like, yeah, you you want to see him be successful. You got a game to win, and every time he's successful, that means your offense got to do more. I, I don't know. I, you know, these parents that, that do things like this, that they're coaching different places, they got kids playing. I don't know how they handle a lot of emotion. 
uh, out there uh, for Coach Thorne watching his son Peyton. You know, and uh, when you talk to Coach Lester about Michigan State trying to game plan and prepare for the 15th ranked team in the country, obviously Mel Tucker and company, uh, they, they've really come on strong. You know, I, I really gave Mel Tucker that COVID year, getting hired late, going into that season. I, I don't even look at that. I, I'm not even going to count that season. But that's me personally. I know that he's not going to probably uh, get on board with that. But, I mean, really – Year two took a big step. They beat Michigan in a rivalry game. That had to feel great. How is Coach Lester preparing for what Michigan State is bringing to the table offensively? Now, of course, uh, Kenneth Walker is not available uh, as he chases his NFL dreams as well, not on the squad anymore. What, what are they preparing for uh, from Michigan State's offense? Well, I talked with Lou Esposito. He's the defensive coordinator at Western Michigan. You know, Anthony, last year's Western Michigan defense was number one in the MAC in total defense. And Maybe the best stat, a stat that people don't know about, is Western Michigan's defense last year on third down was second best in the country getting off the field. Opponents had less than 30% success rate on third down. They were number two in the country in third down defense. And if they can keep doing that, getting off the field, that's what it's all about. I think the Broncos will try and shorten the game a little bit uh, this season with that running game that they have. And they have an athletic. Uh, offensive line so that's going to help them shorten the game that'll help the defense but Lou Esposito likes to get after the quarterback they were one of the top sack teams in the country last year they're going to be trying to chase down Peyton Thorne who at one time was committed to Western Michigan and the best player on the Michigan State Spartan team is a former Bronco Jaden Reed their wide receiver who was a freshman All-American at Western Michigan before he transferred to Michigan State and ended up playing with his high school teammate Peyton Thorne. So it's quite a story. A lot of uh, a lot of interesting sidebars to this one with the Thorne family and Coach Lester and the involvement growing up and all of that. So and Jaden Reed, of course. So it'll be interesting tonight to watch what happens and what unfolds. But Western Michigan's defense they like to be aggressive and uh, try and get after the quarterback. So I think you're going to see a little bit of that tonight. You think they'll they'll able they'll actually be able to get to Peyton Thorne? You think that that pressure uh, that is applied? You think they'll be able to break through that that Michigan State offensive line? Well, that's yet to be seen. They got some big, big offensive linemen up front. Does uh, Michigan State Broncos replacing two defensive linemen, including the MAC Defensive Player of the Year last year, Ali Fayad, who graduated and is trying to make his way in the professional ranks. Uh, he led the conference in sacks and tackles for loss, but they filled the gaps with some transfers, a couple of transfers up front. You know, that transfer portal changes everything, Anthony. And, of course, Michigan State, they might be as good at it as anybody, finding those transfers to come in and fortify some areas on your football team. So that's the other interesting thing about going into a new season is there's so many new guys that people don't know about that have come from – other programs that fit right in and it's the teams that do that the best that really uh, take advantage of that new rule the the transfer portal who do you think is the class of the mac for this year i know that you know a lot of people you know voted for uh toledo and you know it's uh, they they continue to bring in the you know the top recruiting classes year after year but who do you believe is the best team in the mac going into 2022 well, Anthony, you've been around Mid-American Conference football for a long time, too, and it's so wide open. It's so balanced. There's not much difference between 
five, six, seven teams in the Mid-American Conference, and particularly in that West Division where you've got Northern Illinois, who was picked last in the MAC West a year ago, and all they did was win it with Rocky Lombardi taking over their quarterback. They won the MAC West Division. Western Michigan beat them at the end of the year, but they still won the division. Then you've got Toledo that always has some of the best athletes out on the field. You've got uh, Central Michigan. They're always uh, an excellent team. Man, they surprised me last night putting 44 on Oklahoma State. How good is Lou Nichols? My oh, goodness. Oh, Lou Nichols. He's a stud out of Detroit. Uh, just a great running back. And, you know, their quarterback, you know, you look at him, it's like, okay. And then he goes out and throws four touchdown passes. Uh, he was outstanding last night. So they've got a great offense. Their defense might be a work in progress. And then you've got Western Michigan, who returns most of the players from last year's top defense in in the conference. So, And don't sleep on Eastern Michigan. Chris Creighton over there, I don't know how he does it, but he finds a way to, to win football games. And, of course, Ball State was outstanding a couple of years ago. So the West Division in particular, man, it's just a, who knows. And it always comes down to a tiebreaker, you know, who had – who won the most against who, and and who won a big game against an East Division opponent? So, in the West Division, it's wide open. In the East, I think you're talking about two teams, Miami and Kent State. They seem to be the cream of the crop over there on that side, and and uh, one of those two teams will likely represent the East Division. And who knows who's coming out of the West to play in Detroit for the MAC title game? Yeah, the West, it, it it feels like you know most like most major conferences, right? One one division, most conferences across the country has one division that just feels loaded top to bottom. The other division's like, well, you know, we could probably pick one or two that's probably going to win it, uh, and that's just the uh, the way it is. But that is the, uh, the the MAC West for sure. Got to see Toledo last night. Look a little shaky there offensively in the uh, in the first half. Things were uh, things were trying to say the least. Uh, last one here for you, Robin. You you had kind of already mentioned it with some of the storylines uh, from a broadcast perspective. With all the storylines that you have, does it make your job easier because now you have you, you've got some uh, you've got some good stories that apply to both sides that are very intriguing, very interesting. Does it make the broadcast a little bit easier because you've got those that you could sprinkle into your broadcast? Oh, there's all kinds of sidebars to throw in there with this one. You know, you got Peyton Thorne committing to Western Michigan, ending up at Michigan State late in the recruiting process. Jaden Reed, uh, Western Michigan freshman All-American. Uh, he was just an incredible young man, and you know, happy for him, the success that he's had. He's going to be uh, first or second round draft pick uh, after this season. And then you've got um, the Thorne storyline that's going on tonight what how different would it be if jeff thorne was a defensive coordinator going against his son now that would have been a really fun story you, you gotta you gotta just play zone the whole game you can't blitz him. you can't blitz your own kid your wife will never talk blitz, to you again you'll be sleeping on the couch for life <laughs> and and then you got and then you got uh jeff thorne's wife and the mother of peyton i mean who's she pulling for tonight you know so Oh, her lot, kid. She'd sell her husband off tomorrow. You, you got to oh, go yeah. for the kid. Oh, yeah, you got it. And then, you know, she can't wear one of those two-tone jerseys because green and brown, they don't go together, my friend. They just don't go together. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, but uh, I'm anxious to see what this Western Michigan team is all about with a new quarterback, 
some new faces on the offensive line, some new faces on the defensive line. A really good linebacker core. Watch out, fans who go to the game or watch it on television. Number 20, Corbin Moment. He's one of the top players in the MAC, and he'll be moving all over the place trying to get in the backfield. Can the Broncos cover 21? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think so. Ooh, uh, Robin, I like that. Come on, let me make a little <laughs> wager here. Ooh, no, not you, I, just I, me. I don't, I don't do any of that. But well, no, um, you're not allowed to. I got. I, I, I play by different <laughs> rules, so I'm, I'm getting in. I'm getting in on that. I'm going to hammer the Broncos. If the Broncos can run the football tonight, uh, they're going to shorten the game a little bit, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Robin Hook, play-by-play voice of the Western Michigan Broncos. Robin, my friend, thank you so much for your time today. Have a great call tonight, 7 o'clock kickoff. Enjoy it up there in East Lansing. Thanks for having me. That's uh, that's fantastic. Ryan, when you hear Robin say, yes, they can, what do you say? Nope. What say you? I'm going to keep it professional Uh-oh. and say, no, they cannot. That's it? That that's, I'm going to keep it professional. He was nice enough to... Come. Hey, your chips did it last night. Yes, they covered against the cowards, and yeah, that was good. Um, I with Western's whole new offense, quarterback, new wide receivers, even with Michigan State's defense being as bad as they were last year, I just think it's it'll be a tough task, especially mm. with what Michigan State's returning in the passing game. Is that you, Ryan, right there? Yep. I love Sesame Street. God bless those guys. Oh, the Martians. Nope, 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 nope. Ryan says no. Robin says yes. What will you, the fan, say? Well, you can find out tonight. Be sure to log on to DraftKings and and get it done. So uh, we gave you a little Michigan State, a little Western Michigan for tonight. Gave you the big news about Michigan versus Colorado State. Not so much about the game, uh, but more or less just uh, about the job. And uh, now obviously, we've got we've got some great kickoffs, non-conference as well. So remember, you have Notre Dame, uh, Freddie's Fighting Irish taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus. Ohio State 17-point favorites there. 7.30 kick over on ABC. Prior to that, at 3.30, you get number 11, Oregon, uh, traveling to Atlanta to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium to take on number three, the Georgia Bulldogs. Right, you got 19, Arkansas, hosting number 23, Cincinnati, 3.30 over on ESPN. And I think for as far as the top 25 action, that's really the uh, those are really the big games. Clemson, Georgia Tech is the late game over on ESPN, but that's not until Monday night, uh, number four, Clemson, against unranked Georgia Tech. So that's what we have for you here in week number one across the uh, across the top 25. Some great Big Ten games um, that are going to be in action. And, and thank God, Purdue-Penn State, they gave us a riveting one. You'll get Illinois-Indiana tonight, 8 o'clock over on FS1. We know that you'll be tuned in, obviously, though, to uh, Michigan State. We already have a couple of games in one final. Penn State beating Purdue 35-31. Minnesota, 38 nothing over New Mexico State, just waxed the Aggies. Uh, and then, of course, the you know the, the games from uh, last week. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Iowa gets South Dakota State. Maryland gets Buffalo. Rutgers travels to uh, Boston College, North Dakota at Nebraska, and Illinois State at 19, Wisconsin. For Dan and Ryan, I'm Anthony saying so long. We will see you on Monday. Enjoy week one of college football, and we'll talk to you here Monday morning here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.